Between the ages of 22 and 38, I moved across the country in a scattershot of peculiar decisions and promising job openings. Chicago, Los Angeles, Kansas City, New York, back to Chicago, and ultimately home to Kansas City. Rattling off that list to employers or dates triggers two reactions. Wow, you're ambitious. Or whoa, what's wrong with you? As the saying goes, two things can be true at the same time. Welcome to Overthinking in Your Underwear, the show where we use our overthinking brains for self-discovery instead of total sabotage. This is Lindsay, author of Overthinking in Your Underwear, the book, now available on Amazon. This week, Move Fast and Break Things, a geography story. With each new zip code, I picked up life lessons and lines on my resume, but a sense of well-being escaped me. I searched for a new me, a fresh start, and the answers to adulthood. I headed out without much more than a desire to try a burrito in a different time zone and wondered why all I found was acid reflux. In many cases, I wasn't so much moving as I was leaving. Leaving a hometown, leaving a relationship, leaving an unhealthy pattern. I'm not an expert on the science of moving, but while it can accomplish a few tasks, others are above its pay grade. When people ask what I thought of each city, I rattle off cliches. Chicago is clean, beautiful, and has a Midwest feel. In L.A., it takes two hours to get anywhere, everywhere, all at once. There's an energy about New York unlike other cities, which is why it's my favorite. The surface of those answers stands true, but the reality cuts deeper and isn't fit for cocktail talk. While the exteriors may have changed, my insides were all the same. I settled for jobs that didn't fulfill me. I drank too much. I accepted relationships less than I deserved. I altered only my eyeliner and wondered why a move didn't change my mood. Now and then I find myself in a conversation with a geography apologist, a person who says they never left home because they were offered a big job right out of college, or their husband's family is here, or their parents need them. All valid reasons to stay in the area code that made you. You may imagine the next half of this blog boasts a get outside your comfort zone vibe or any other phrase printed on a pillow, but no. I saw moving across the country as a shortcut to self-change, and as another saying goes, wherever you go, there you are. It wasn't until I landed back home in Kansas City that I found the peace I'd been moving to find. I got a job and worked for a few years before switching to freelance writing. In 2020, the the pandemic hit and life jolted to a stop in a matter of minutes. No more moving, no more avoiding, only you, yourself, and your sourdough bread maker. I had no choice but to fill my time, and fill it I did, with workshops and books and writing. I settled into the hard work of healing that I'd been faking with the quick fix of a move. It came out of the pandemic a few pounds heavier, heavier and spiritually lighter. Moving isn't a requirement for enlightenment if it isn't in your heart or your nature. Often what we're searching for doesn't live in another state but another state of mind. It's a matter of slowing down long enough to heal not moving so fast you avoid yourself. Go if you want, stay if it suits you, but get still long enough to find yourself wherever you are. So that was the blog for this week. I hope you enjoyed those thoughts about moving around. Um, There's a little bit more in there in the let's overthink it section. I kind of never read that part. Now I'm going to share a conversation I had with my niece. She is getting ready to move. Um, She just graduated. She's 18. She's going to move to Arizona. We are in Kansas City. 
so she's going to move off to Arizona, which is a big move. So we're just having a, kind of a fun conversation that I wanted to share with you at the end of this. Thanks a lot. much do I talk about Gen Z and like tell me the words you're saying and oh my gosh I was gonna text you yesterday I was so proud they some podcast was like okay let's read all these words from Gen Z and, see what you know. and laugh about how they they were laughing oh. that they didn't know them and I knew all of them from every you. single one you they were like send it to me they were like Riz <gasps> and Stan and um I don't okay I don't know that one like I don't it? I say it on text like I O N. I don't know that one. I didn't know that one. Well, okay, well, now I know it. Um, but there were, like, five of them, and I was like, oh, my God, I knew all of them. And I felt so proud of myself. Well, yeah, I, I, as, like, why do you love Gen Z? Is it just, like, because me and my friends are so entertaining? And I love you. You're like, let's go. Oh, I love you, too. <laughs> so, wait. If, I classify you as know, a millennial. I'm, I'm 45. Marles is obviously 18. Um, so I'm just always trying to learn like what her and her friends are into and like, I want to know what they're overthinking in their underwear. I want to know like what their generation is into. I want to know how they talk. I want to know how they think. Okay, I'm well, like, I'm obsessed But you with also it. give us a lot of stuff to do too. Cause you're just like a young soul. Like we oh, go on walks, we do you. yoga. Like you put me on yoga. I did. I All of my friends do yoga now because of you. Well, the two things that I've given Marley that I'm really proud of is I taught her how to do her eyebrows when she was really young from and sitting and watching eyebrows. me do my makeup. And I gave her yoga. If, if I give nobody anything else in my life, I've done something right. I feel um, like I give a lot of people. No. Yoga. Okay. So Gen Z, Gen Z. So you said something the other day, and if you don't want to talk about this, I will stop and delete this whole section, but um, that you were like, yeah, and I'm never getting married. And I I know that your mind... Are you stereotyping my gen now? No. Yeah. I'm kind of... I want to know about your gen, but like, is... Do you feel like your friends feel that way? And obviously you're so young. You could have 50 other opinions by the time you're my age. Mm -hmm. Um. But why do you think, why do you think you feel that way? Do you think your friends feel that way too? Are you guys kind of collectively like seeing something that like my generation kind of bought into that you guys feel differently about? Um, I feel like it's like definitely depending on like the individual themselves, but like me, I like, I'm not actually like opposed to marriage. I just am not super inclined to it, which I think a lot of people are. Like one of my good friends, Kennedy, she's always like, she's, she's always in a long-term relationship right. and she's always like, oh, like this is how my wedding's going to be. Yeah. She has like a Pinterest board for it, which yeah. like a lot of, a lot of girls are like, like there's still, like there's like, you know, there's cliques and stereotypes in high school. And I feel like every certain stereotype for the most part, like wants the same thing. Like a lot of girls do want a big wedding. A lot of girls are like, with the same person their whole life and, like, want a small wedding. Um, like, Brooke, for example, my other friend, like, she's not really, like, opposed. She's kind of where I am. I mean, we're yeah. kind of very similar. Yeah. Like, we make jokes about how we're going to get married just to, yeah. like, live together. And then we can just have people over and be rich, like, girl bosses. Yeah. But, like, it's like, will that actually happen? Like, I would do it. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. No, I know yeah. you're half joking. I was just wondering if, like... You, because I've read things about how like Gen Z and the younger generations are like getting married in smaller numbers these days, and I wondered yeah. if like that was something. And the divorce rate increases. Yeah, like, and I daily. bet. I mean, you guys haven't really probably gotten to the age where you're having having real conversations about that yet. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. So more about Gen Z. 
do you guys, um, how do you guys see your future? Like, what is the future after ASU look like for you? And I know, again, that's a big question, but I yeah. also know you and you have, you're always thinking five steps ahead of everybody else. Yeah, I think actually a lot of people, like, and I don't think this is generational, but just speaking from, like, my generation, because that's all I know, is that a lot of people, like, majority, I would say, do not know what they're doing. Like, even for college, a lot of people are undecided. Me specifically, you know, I'm just kind of, like, OCD and, like, anxiety-ridden, and, like, I have always kind of had, like, a path in my mind because Mm -hmm. I'm just, like, a planner. But a lot of people are like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I want my major to be, which I think is very common, too, because, like, also... In, like, today's world, we've gotten a lot more open about, like, you don't have to go to college and, like, be creative and, like, do your own thing or, like, you know, a lot of, like, entrepreneurs, like, didn't go to college, you know, like, stuff like that, but... Yeah, the Mark Zuckerberg dropped out of college kind of Yeah, and, like, me, I know I want to go to college and get a four-year degree for sure. I used to want to do law, but I realized that's, like, morally kind of, like, a lot, and I also just don't want to wait till I'm, like, 35 to make good money you know, and pay for all that school. Um, I have huge interest in like business and real estate. I love marketing. I love social media. I love that you can make money on social media Mm -hmm. as you've probably been really intrigued in with your new (laughs) authorial presence. But yeah, like I think it's just like really fun, but my major right now is just marketing communications and I want to do real estate or like be like a CEO or something. I don't, I mean, who doesn't? (laughs) Marlon's <laughs> doing her makeup right now, and she's contouring her face. So talk about something else. I don't know what to do. How to do is contour my face. As I feel like, you, oh, I actually, do you don't. Not, you do, I not, do know. not know. I was about to compliment you just because I like love you and you're so pretty. But I actually have had to smear your contour. No, my, I the things be, like, you're doing right now with this makeup is just beyond me. I mean, yeah, there, lots of the time she just draws I just, a straight like I brown line and like leaves the house. There's no. <laughs> And then we get into like, and it's not shading anything. uh, (laughs) We get into this like weirdly like lighted restaurant, and I'm like, yeah. Okay, another thing that I think is interesting slash funny is I saw on TikTok the other day, which I just got on TikTok like five months ago. I was gonna say you didn't just get on TikTok, right? Five months ago when I started promoting this blog, and I'm totally addicted. I see why everyone's addicted to it. But anyway, so, so addicted you hurt your shoulder. <laughs> I threw on my shoulder on TikTok. <laughs> um, but this girl who is, she's probably 25 to 28. And she posted this TikTok that said something like, every time I jump on here, I see another mid-40s woman talking about self-esteem and how uh, the world is a scam or something like that. And she was young. Yeah. Like she wasn't your age. And I and I was kind of like, oh, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Like, <laughs> this, this, that's basically that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I know. Like, that is basically what I'm doing. And so I was just kind of interested. So I looked at the comments because she had like a million likes, a million comments. Jeez. And the comments were like, yeah, they ranged from people saying, yeah, the... Like our generation, meaning, you know, the younger generation, we have self-confidence, we have self-love, like we have like a lot of these tools that the generation above us is posting on TikTok about. Meaning (laughs) my generation Mm -hmm. had to learn the hard way. They didn't really have all these tools because they didn't have access to social media till later and blah, blah, blah. And like we were kind of 
ingrained with it. And then there was other people that were younger saying, maybe you are, but I'm not. I yeah. don't know what I'm doing. I'm mm-hmm. kind of, and I'm, you know, that that's kind of the thing is no one person is all the like no generation. And no one generation. No yeah. one generation can be categorized all the same. No. Um, so what do you think? Cause I feel that way about you. I feel like how you have it so figured out. You were like built and born with self. <laughs> well, have you met my mother? <laughs> I, I have, yeah. I'm very familiar. Her mother's my sister, by the way. Um, so, I mean, you were built and born with self-confidence, and I don't feel like you like you need to read books about self-love. I mean, I hope yeah. you read my book, for God's sake. But, no, yeah, I love your book. It's so cute. But you know what I mean. Like, do you feel that way about yourself or people around you like I just feel like you guys all kind of get it and I don't know if it's from social media or I don't know if it's from people talking to you differently or teachers talking to you differently but like we definitely didn't get that message like yeah we we when we grew up it was sort of like stay small and (laughs) fit in right stay small and fit in and like, get a college degree. And get a college get degree. Get married, have two kids. Maybe you can be a teacher. <laughs> Don't think outside the box. And we are all just like, oh my Bleh. gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I think, again, like we said, like, it's so depending on, like, the mm, person. The because I have friends that range from, like, almost, like, too confident that I'm, like, your ego <laughs> needs to be hurt a little bit. Which people could say about me, too. Um, but then I have other friends that I'm, like you're so beautiful and like you don't you even don't know like you don't know and like they're always like depressed over like and I don't want to like invalidate anything but like they're really sad over like their looks or something which like isn't even like to society like bad you know like they could yeah. be model pretty and something and, you, and then oh, just oh, like yeah. you just they just don't see it which I think happens to a lot of people oh, yeah but um I think it is also like obviously the world in some places has got a little more progressive and like liberal in a sense like you yeah. know like people have been more lenient with like again like we said like you don't Accepting have to go to college your body like and all of that, yes like, like body, body positive which i think social media helps with that a hundred percent but i also don't think social media is the root of like why i'm confident at all um in fact like i used to be really not confident like in like middle school and younger and honestly like my freshman year i would say like after i went through like a really traumatic relationship that's whenever i became like who i am now and, like, obviously, we're always changing, but, like, you've, like, known me the whole time. And, like, I feel like in middle school, I was a lot more, like, I've always been a talker, but I was a lot more, like, kept to myself about stuff. Kind of, like, I just wasn't as, like, outgoing and, like, happy, like, seeming. Yeah, yeah. And, like, especially when you're in a toxic relationship, you're not going to seem as, like, bubbly and, like, I want to go to family events and, like, be outgoing and, like, post stuff, like, feeling confident. Um, but then I think, like, everyone goes through something eventually that changes you in one way or another. So that, for me, was, like, I was, like... Uh, what like I was just like I'm way too like much of a good person and like woman to be like dealing with this and yada yada and I think you have to go through something personally whether it's like something like with your friends or family or a significant other or you move or whatever it is I feel like someone like you always like you went through something too like several years ago like you've became like a happier person since you got a dog (laughs) I've been through it please I know but like I think it changes people but I know, like, I used to, like, get a lot of, like, and this is a joke to me now, but, like, everyone gets social media hate at some point. Yeah. And I totally did. Like, I don't think it's, like, a hub for, like, compliments at all. Like, no. We used to have this, like, and I don't know if I've ever told you about this. It's, like, with Max's, my younger brother, his generation, or not his generation, he's in my generation, but his, like, age group right now, he's 15. He's 15. But he's in um, eighth grade. 
And there's, like, these anonymous apps that people can, like, slide up and, like, ask you questions or, like, compliment you and Uh stuff or do whatever. It's, like, completely, like, anonymous texting, but, like, you can choose to answer the question or not and, like, no one else sees it. It's kind of like a DM. Yeah. But you, like, answer you it on your story. You don't see it, yeah. And that happened in my time when I was in middle school. <laughs> but it was called Lipsy. That was the app. And now it's called YOLO. <laughs> don't ask me. I think it's so weird. But I did it, too. And people would say the meanest. Am I allowed to cuss on here? Yeah, yeah. The meanest shit to me on there. Like, they'd be like, oh, like, you're a hoe. Like, whatever. Just because I was a pretty girl. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I didn't know that at the time. And I used to care what people thought a lot. And now, if you know me now, I really do not care what anyone thinks. Um, and, like, Max is not getting bullied on his. They're all about, like, football and God knows what. But that's just an example. It's, like, social media well, can be very, like, very, inherently yeah. negative. It's so it's so funny because it's, like, um, a double-edged sword. Because while you have, like, body positivity and all the models' body sizes have changed from my day. I mean, my, yes. day, my day, everyone was a size zero. It was so toxic. Yeah. And now all zero. of that has changed. And it's so amazing to see all these different shapes and sizes and diversity. And, oh, my God, it's great. Yeah. At the same time, we have everything on social media where you can slide up and tell someone that they're a hoe like yeah like we've opened up social media so much that it's all it's still toxic that's the other side of the knife and i don't think it's ever gonna not be toxic it's just like you have to find a balance which obviously i think is hard depending on who you are i've had friends that were like strong enough (laughs) to delete social media which i like i've done it from time to time if i really needed it but like not recently because again i've just been like happy with myself and like whatever and also I have all my notifications turned off which helps me because I don't want to like know when someone dms me like if I want to be on instagram then I'll see your message like I don't want to open the app because of a notification yeah and that's how I am with like snapchat too and tiktok I just get on it if I want to get on it I think it's a I mean you can delete it all together I don't think that's a bad thing for me obviously it's like part of my business and that's the thing is it's a part, it's part of a of, lot it's a part of so many life. people's business like and no it has is, amazing potential people just use it in the wrong way sometimes. right and I that's one of the earlier blogs is about that is like people literally people's jobs say you have to post this many times a day even yes. if my hair my hairstylist like her boss tells her to post so many times a day not that there's anything wrong with her boss her boss is great she's very happy <laughs> I'm just saying that like it is literally ingrained in society in our lives you can't get you really can't get off of it no you know? um and even if but, I try to, like, take a break from, like, my phone, because your phone as a whole, obviously, isn't always great for you, like, too much screen time, even if it's not on social media. Like, you know, people are, like, texting you and calling you, and it's, like, work, everything. Like, everything involves your phone. Like, you're you going to have to be on your phone. Off of it. But I think it's a matter of just, I mean, it's hard, but having a really good perspective about, like, it's what you and I always say, Marls. Like, it's not about you. It's about them. Yes. Like, people's reactions to you say so much about them and nothing about Jealousy. you. And I was telling your mom earlier, I was like, this is really hilarious. I got my first troll. and I can't believe you got a troll. And that's what I said. And the funny thing is I posted a picture of my dog walking. I have, the, dog. Cu- I have the cutest dog <laughs> in the whole world, you guys. If you don't know it, find it. You definitely know. Um, cute, do- post a picture of my dog walking. And I said something about how I took my dog everywhere. And it was really like a joke. And someone wasn't really okay. It wasn't all right. Fine. It was not a joke. But somebody commented, um, "This is disgusting. Check your privilege." And I was just joking about taking my dog everywhere and trying to like make a like funny joke about. And I really just wanted to share a 
for you know, it was a I real really person. Wanted to check, yeah, it was. I look. I was gonna say because sometimes it's like oh, actual. I really, I really like, was a real person. I really just wanted to share a video of my dog. If I'm being honest, and there was like a little funny sound that went along with it. That it was a trendy. You're sound so innocent. I'm gonna go to find this hater. But the point is, is it was actually a really good lesson and a really good example of people can get mad about anything. anything. Some people like to be mad at a Shia poo. You can get mad about anything. People like to be mad. People do they like love to be mad. To be outraged. At the age of eighteen, I met so many people that would like love to be like mad or like talk shit for like God knows why. Yeah, yeah, and I think, but I think that's what like we have to remember. I have to remember. Everybody has to remember. Is like this is so ridiculous. People are obviously just out here trying to like fulfill their own need of yeah. getting angry or outraged, and it's not about us. Like, no. let's forget it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, just a few more things. First of all, how much are you going to miss me next year? So much, way too much, but I'm just hoping you'll get a timeshare Okay, in Tempe. I can see that happening, definitely. Um, second of all, um, what are you into right now? A TV show? <laughs> I, I would say a podcast, but I know you don't listen to them. Oh, Emma Chamberlain. Emma Chamberlain. Oh, say, don't you forget gener- about Emma Generation Chamberlain. Generation Z goddess. We love our Emma Chamberlain. We do love her. Um, I do love her, too. Um, so let's let's move on from Emma. Just in something else. Um, Is there a TV well, show? Well, actually, now that you brought up TV show, I don't know, like, how many people my, around my age are going to listen to this. But if you are... Can Whoa. you comment? Whoa. Well, I don't know, like, what your target audience is. Well, if you share it, maybe some No, of course I'm going to share it. But okay. I just, like, have this thing, and I don't know. It might not be generational. It might just be, like, selective people. But I keep re-watching the same show. Are you going to say Vampire Diaries? Okay, I'm re-watching the sequel to The Vampire Diaries, oh which God. is the originals, because I already re-watched Gossip Girl and The Vampire Diaries. Okay. But I honestly am not a TV, like, lover. I just watch mm-hmm. it if I'm, like, sleeping. Um... I love reading books. I'm about to read um, Killers of the Flower Moon, which is supposed to be, like, a good book. I'm reading it for a book club over summer. Um, I just finished The Things They Carried in my English class, and I really no. like that book by Tim O'Brien. I don't normally like war, so I liked that book. I love music. It's just, like... You love Mac. I don't know how, like... She loves Mac. Personal we're getting, but I just love music. I think it's very popular in my generation for the most part. Yeah. But you, you're, like, not a music listener, which really throws me off. I'm listening to a pod if I'm... When I'm driving... See, I'm listening to music. (laughs) I'm listening to pods. I don't know. I'm old, okay? But then when I play music, you're like, oh, like, I I like this song. I like this jazzy little riff. Yeah. You're so old. Like, is there a product we should be buying? Like, what Um, are... What product... I like what you're doing. I'm still watching her do her makeup. Guys, like, if you want to feel old, watch an 18-year-old do their makeup. I watch you do your makeup. You're gorgeous, and why doesn't my face look like that? No. Um... What what is there a product we should buy? Oh my gosh, Laneige! Oh, I don't know. Have I told you about Laneige? No, it's so good. That's such a good suggestion. Okay, because it's L A N A G E. I think no, it's, there's an I. In, there's an I in there somewhere. My Laneige is sitting right here. Yeah, oh. Laneige is a great. Suggestion. Laneige is L A N E I G E. The whole line is great, but what is that? What exactly? This is one that? is a lip sleeping mask, and oh, you put it on like you put on Vaseline or Aquaphor. And my, um, like, scent, I guess, or, like, flavor is mango, but it's very moisturizing, and, like, it's not too thick. It's not too thick like Aquaphor, but I love Aquaphor, don't get me wrong. Um, And they have, like, lip balms, lip gloss, like, everything, and it's just very hydrating. Um, I also, what I'm doing right now is I'm putting, 
white liner in the inner corners of my eyes. I, I think that's that. very popular with my generation. I want you to do it to my eyes. Okay. Okay, let's and do that. It just makes them like pop and like shiny. I mean, you don't really need when you're your age, you don't need to pop your eyes. But like it makes you look at the inner corner more. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um and then I slug all the time. Which I know, I my slug. aunt put me on slugging, so I, I can't really take that. I think I, yeah, you put Vaseline all over your face. I saw Tyra Banks talk about it twenty years ago on America's Top Model and I've been slugging ever since. And I am telling you, get yourself some Vaseline. Get yourself a slug. And your face will thank you. Your pillowcases will not thank you because they kind of end up like a wreck the next morning. But slug. Slug it. Okay. And one more thing. (laughs) What advice would you give kids? And again, they're probably not listening, but maybe their moms will tell them. Maybe they're listening in the car with their mom. Right. What advice would you give kids going into high school since you are graduating? Oh, my God. Max just interviewed me the other day, and And I got asked asked the same question. Yeah. Max and I are in the same way. I know. So, well, it's actually his friends. But anyway. Um, I would say this is a super cliche because everyone says this anytime you ask anyone about high school, but it actually does go by like insanely fast. I also was like affected by COVID my freshman, sophomore and like beginning of junior year. So like that affected it as well. But I would say to like get involved again, like it sounds like a cliche, but I like didn't really have a high school experience for like two of my years. And just because we were, like, all online and COVID-y. So I really didn't know a lot of people in my grade other than the people I'd been choosing to hang out with for, like, a minute. But then once I got back and, like, involved my junior year, I, like, it opened up so many doors and I met so many people. Like, a lot of my friends in debate, they're very different from me in a lot of ways. But, like, I love them so much and I would have never, like, met them or, like, chose to hang out with them if it wasn't for debate. And, yeah, I would just say, like, get involved Great. So get involved. That is great advice. Um, So I forgot about COVID and your high school career. I mean, I was around for most of it. And I remember you were always just saying, and maybe it's because you're an optimistic person, but you were always just like, no, it's fine. I actually like it. And I can still hang out with my bubble, which is my good girlfriends and blah, blah, blah. And we're good. And I can still, like, my grades are still great. And I'm fine. And so you acted like it didn't bother you or didn't disrupt anything. Do you feel differently looking back? I feel like it literally happened halfway through my freshman year. So I hadn't got, like, a taste of high school, like, that thoroughly at that point. But then it's almost like you don't know what you have until it's, like, gone. Or, like, in that case, like, I didn't know what I could have had because I didn't have it. Right. But then when I, like, got back to school, like, in person and stuff was kind of becoming normal – Again, it opened, like, so many doorways that, like, I just didn't know existed because I was content with doing online because I didn't have a choice. Exactly. And, like, I was seeing the people I truly cared about, but then, like, going back to school and stuff opened up for me to, like, care about more people and, like, meet more people to connect And you got super involved. Yeah, Yeah, which is, like, a great thing. Yeah. So, more the better. I feel bad for the kids that were juniors and seniors those last two years, and it just was sort of, like, ripped away from them. But that's a different topic. Um... I think we're good for now. I'm sure we're going to revisit you and I talking um, Generation X to Z <laughs> a million times um, just oh from now on. But thank you for overthinking with me this week. And Marley, thank you for you. being my niece, and I love you. And until next time, wishing you all good things. <laughs>